0: Keep your dreams alive Understand to achieve anything Requires faith and belief in yourself Vision, hard work, determination and dedication Remember, all things are possible For those who believe One early morning in the garden I picked a flower The gardener suddenly appeared And I panicked Why worry about a flower When I've given you the entire garden
1: what gets us out of bed in the morning and makes us excited about the day ahead. It's like the child coming out to play and not knowing what to expect from the day. This is Believe, the podcast of Deardanielle.com and here are Danielle and John.
0: Danielle, why have I got a chilled bottle of Prosecco in your podcast studio?
1: Because you are at my podcast studio, and it is the first time we're actually recording a podcast, so I'm so excited, we could Yay. not possibly do this without popping corks.
0: You're right, it has to be marked and celebrated properly, oh. so... <laughs> <laughs> <Sure>, I, <don't... laughs> I know it's an old phrase, but I always took an eye out. So, let's uh, charge your glass, and... Oh, there we go, this oh, is... can hear See, as well, No right? sound effects.
1: No sound effects? No, anybody would I'll think this is like then.
0: an MP3 of... Uh, champers or something being poured but it's the real deal. It really is. It's the real thing.
1: What a delicious way to start podcasting. Well here we go.
0: Chin chin. Cheers. We chin do, chin. We do like a delicious it's podcast. It's beginnings. It is and Belief no less.
1: Yes just let me have a sip. Okay. Ooh, very nice.
0: Oh wheelbarrows full of ugly fruit <laughs> or something along like those lines. So believe is the podcast of dear Danielle dot com. What's it about?
1: It is indeed. Believe. It's coming. It's here, in fact. It's it's right here and right now. So believe. And what can you expect from believe? Well, it's it's an absolute education process. It's where you will learn um, new things, certainly around development and um, self, really. And it's really about exploring current topics that really relate to life today and and how we can pick those up and transform them into our lives you know for the better.
0: What I want to do is just get a, a tiny succinct bit of uh, backstory this is on your website as a longer intro um, on deardanielle.com which has just been uh, relaunched and refreshed you're from corporate but you're not now.
1: Correct so I spent 14 years working in the corporate world and you know i worked in an arena that was very much around process improvement driving cost out of operations and improving efficiencies and you know you can really relate that to life today life best practice how can we make the best out of what we've got how can we make the best out of our our talents that we've got you know let's not leave them hidden talents but let's draw them out let's recognize them let's use them and this this podcast is one way that you can tune into your abilities to absolutely find you know your passions your strengths you know what it is that you should be channeling into in this life to to bring greater fulfillment for you for the people around you and and to really make a contribution to life clarity purpose fulfillment action
0: you're with believe all in all, this is an amazing time to be launching this brand new podcast, Believe, the podcast of deardanielle.com. And you are no less than the Danielle. <laughs> you are here. <laughs> How's it about that for a build up? Was that? <laughs>
1: that was amazing.
0: <laughs> Thank you, John. That's all right. <laughs> Anytime.
1: I'm just really happy to be doing this and also to have you, who is John Rose next to me, supporting me in this New podcasting journey. So, when I first spoke to John about the podcast Believe, um, I was a bit afraid to be honest. You know, the fear factor started coming in, my mind chatter started working overtime. And, you know, John, whilst fascinated by the subjects that I wanted to explore, Quite happily agreed to work with me on this podcast and it's almost a learning journey for John and I'm so excited to have him on board to really, you know, test some of the theories that we're going to be discussing and for John to share his feedback With you lovely people.
0: So you're saying I'm a human guinea pig in some respect.
1: Absolutely. (laughs) Should we drink to that?
0: Yes, well, let's toast that, yeah. Little did I know (laughs) when acquiring a cappuccino that day, this would be the end result. (laughs) Danielle. And
1: this is where we talk about the opportunities, that if you are open, you're living, you're in the heart, you see and you seize the moment, you grab the opportunities. Well done, John.
0: Thank you. And I think it'd be great for, you know, anybody that is subscribing to this podcast or streaming this podcast, for them... To, to put out on the likes of Twitter what has changed for them or the, maybe the predicament they're in and what they need help with we can interact with that um, at underscore dear underscore Danielle is your Twitter handle
1: absolutely I mean this is like I said it's all about a learning experience and, and really tuning into new things so the more that that you can share with us and certainly you know themes of the future that things that you're really interested in and Perhaps you think that, Do you know what? I'd really like to change that, but I don't know how. We would absolutely love to hear from you because we'll pick up that challenge and we'll absolutely podcast it. Why not?
0: Let's podcast it. You've got a new catchphrase <laughs> there. Exa.
1: Tweet us at underscore dear underscore Danielle. Yes, I have some amazing guests. I'm feeling extremely blessed. And the first guest that I I have is a friend of mine called Mindy Arbuckle, who is what I call an expert in mindfulness, who absolutely got me on my journey into meditation. And, And I saw it as an extremely scary word, a really extremely scary thing to do, because, you know, sitting down in silence... And hearing your own thoughts, it was pretty scary for me. But she got me into it. She said, "Danielle, just breathe." And I am so excited to share her story, my story, with you around that, because of the immense benefits that you can get from from mindfulness or, or meditation. And and because she got me in, into it on that that road, that journey, so to speak. You know, I really want her to share with you her thoughts on one how to get into it but two you know the benefits that it, it can really bring you so it's a really special moment for me
0: Really looking forward to it this is I believe the podcast of dear com, and what's more we've got prosecco
1: Yay. another Ooh. toast i think
0: i think so <laughs> you're with believe now the overriding theme is mindfulness I must confess i have a very kind of uh, sketchy almost amorphous uh, handle on this what, what what do we mean by it because when I, I think about it I, I suppose I think of self-awareness maybe taking some time to say to examine oneself but it's you know it's a fairly crude understanding of mine if, if I'm honest
1: yeah I mean from my point of view mindfulness is very much about taking time out it's a bit of me time so it's really you know as you'd say maybe in the broadcasting world tuning out a little bit so that you can tune in better later in the future so it's very much around just taking time out of the world today of what's going on and just being with yourself So earlier I mentioned that the first guest on this podcast is a really great friend of mine, Mindy Arbuckle, and Mindy is a mindful entrepreneur, and she's the founder of Matri Yoga in Westminster, Colorado, and she's also the creator of Uplifting Prayer Beads. Um, She offers yoga classes, teacher training workshops, and performs private healing work, So Mindy improves the lives of her clients by bringing openness, really, to their bodies, minds, hearts, and spirits. So my first question to Mindy was, what does mindfulness mean to
2: you? Being aware of what's going on in your mind and being able to use that to improve your life and just to see your world in a clearer view, which makes everything feel a little bit better, a little bit more under your control, even though you're not a control freak about it.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that sounds good because a lot of people think that mindfulness is, is literally just meditation, but it's
2: so many things. No, it's living living your meditation. It's being aware of what goes on in your mind every day, because a lot of us are not terribly nice in our mind. I don't know if you can relate to that, but most women especially are not very nice to themselves the way they think about themselves. and that's just not fair. We shouldn't be hard on ourselves, we should be kind and loving. Yeah, and part of that is is
1: living in the today, in the here and now rather than kind of being that negative thinking
2: maybe about the future or some change Mm -hmm. that you want. Right, Um, so it's really about listening to your mind and what's really there versus um, just feeling like you're being pushed and pulled in all the directions that you don't want to go really just start stopping and looking and seeing what's there. Um, Mindfulness is about knowing what's really there in your mind because our minds are the only one, or we're the only ones in control of our minds, and um, you know, you can have as many people wishing you well or telling you terrible things about who you are, but no matter who is telling you what, you're the only one in charge of your mind. You can believe them or not believe them, but it's really about you and that's really empowering when you can recognize that it's all about you and you're the one in charge. Yeah, and I guess for me, there's also a piece about connecting to the heart. Of course. Who doesn't want to be more mindful of their hearts? I mean, living our truth and speaking from our heart instead of just the harsh things that come through in our minds, I mean, that's fantastic. It's, I think it's the way we're supposed to be, being able to really express our truth from our hearts. I mean, that's, Awesome,,
1: <laughs> no, I agree, absolutely. So I mean, you're the founder of Matri Yoga in Westminster, Colorado. Yes, so, Tell us what led you towards yoga and meditation.
2: Mm-hmm. Um, I really started yoga when I was a young woman. I was um, decided to go to study abroad, and I wanted a, a form of exercise to take with me that didn't really need anything to take with me and the only other option to yoga that I saw was running. <laughs> that just wasn't going to work for me. Um, and so I really started it as a form of, of healthy living for my body, but it really quickly turned into something that helped my mind stay more centered and more healthy as well. And um, I just eventually took that into creating my own business. I opened my first yoga studio when I was 25. I opened My Tree Yoga about four years ago. and um, My tree is is a word. It's a Sanskrit word that means friendliness, and that's the way I view yoga. Is we should be able to be friendly and kind and loving and have fun doing these things that make us better people. Um, So yeah, that's why we're there. That's why my tree yoga is there.
1: Yeah, and I'm certainly a convert to yoga, and um, you know, that's helped me previously. You know, in when I travelled a lot, because you know, you don't have to have lots of equipment. Mm-hmm. You know, you can pretty much do it anywhere. You can do it outside. You can do it on a beach. Mm-hmm. You know? So it's a really wonderful way um, to connect. And you know, wh- how did you get introduced to meditation?
2: Um, I would say that it was just an extension of my medis- or my mm-hmm. yoga practice, and so. Um, You know, yoga really started out as a physical practice for me, and then that physical practice turned into making me emotionally feel better and more stable and more centered, and then that took me into finding stillness. So the movement of the yoga postures took me into stillness, and the stillness is where I can then view my mind and really see what's underneath the surface, because we all know that there's stories. There's... There's things going on in our minds all the time. And what are those recordings that are playing over and over for us? Um, Most of us know they're there, but it's hard to put our fingers on it. When we sit and meditate, we get to know ourselves better and can really then move forward from a place of empowerment and centeredness rather than a place of fear or weakness.
1: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I... Um, do meditation, thanks to you, because yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> some time ago,
1: you know, I found just the word meditation to be quite a scary concept, really. Oh and yeah. I don't know why that was, but I know, you know, when I spoke to you about it, and and you suggested how I could go about it, that that was great for me. That that yeah. worked, and and it just came to be mindfulness, as we talked about earlier, rather than you know the scary view that some of us have, or at least yeah. I had about meditation and you know if there are people out there thinking you know similar things to what I did you know have you got any tips to share on how you can
2: get started in absolutely
0: meditation?
2: I mean I've been doing this for a long time but don't get me wrong it was hard for me when I first started sitting down and trying to be quiet it's not something that we're taught how to do or something that is really encouraged through the Western sort of way of living so don't feel bad if you or feel like you're alone if you feel like this is hard to do. This isn't necessarily easy and at the same time it's the most simple thing to do. All you have to do is sit down and breathe. Um, But there's so many different ways to meditate uh, and there's all kinds of tools we can use to meditate. If listening to music at the beginning helps us to feel more calm and stable, listen to some music. Know that it's a tool, but and that's not the, the thing that meditation is. If you can sit it quietly let your mind relax with music do that first and then eventually the music will just fade away and you won't need it anymore or um, we can focus on our energy centers we can focus on our heart space we can focus on abundance or gathering in a new tribe of people to support us there's a ton of different ways that we can meditate but really all it is is just sitting and being with yourself in whatever form that takes sitting down is really about eighty percent of the work. If you can actually just sit your butt down <laughs> then you've done most of the work. Um, the twenty percent of just sitting and being is fine. Just sitting down is the, really the hardest thing because if we want to go, oh what? Well, there's dishes in the sink or uh, I really should vacuum or I need to do this email or Facebook is, is calling me. If we can just let all those things go and sit for five minutes, three minutes, fifteen minutes, it doesn't really matter just be. Just be with yourself. It's so simple.
1: Yeah, and it, it really is that simple because, you know, it is being afraid sometimes of, of stillness and just that quiet of what you might actually hear. You exactly. Know. And uh, I, I just remember, Mindy, when I contacted you to say, how how do I do this meditation thing? And you uh-huh. said, just breathe, Danielle. Just breathe. Yeah. And, and it is as simple as that, for what you're talking mm-hmm. about. And certainly... You know, for me, it was easier to start with the music Mm -hmm. and I struggled sitting down for a long time, so I took to lying down. Mm -hmm. But then you need to be conscious not to fall asleep. But then if you
2: do, then I guess that's probably good for you. Right. Right, Right, exactly. (laughs) Sitting is the best thing to do because uh, you tend not to fall asleep. Lying down is great because your spine is neutral and that's a good thing. But lying down also encourages us to fall asleep because that's usually the only time most of us lie down is when we're getting ready to go to sleep. So it can be a little tricky. But uh, if lying down is the only way you can meditate, you lie down, right? And you relax that way. Um, I think a lot of us put a lot of rules around meditation. Even though we don't have a lot of experience, we think we know what it is. And so most of us, I think, think that meditation is sitting still and shutting your mind off and having no thoughts. But from your experience and from my experience, I know that to not be true. I've been meditating for over a decade and my mind still has tons of thoughts because that's what the mind does. The mind thinks. And we shouldn't feel bad that there's a thought. The thing with meditation and mindfulness is to observe the thought and not get stuck on it or um, get caught up in the story of it and then let it take us to a different place. If we see a thought, it's there. We let it go. We see another thought, it's there. Let it go. And you just like kind of watch it as if it's um, a river and there's a leaf on the river and it's flowing by you. You don't try to grab the leaf or change the leaf or make it a different color. You just let it be. Like watching the clouds kind of as well. Part one was really about getting to understand
1: what mindfulness is and, and what meditation is. But the next part that will be coming up in Believe is, well, how can mindfulness and meditation actually benefit us? Subscribe to Believe on iTunes and get every episode.
0: If we don't listen to the heart, we'll listen to the chatter of the world. And we'll end up walking lockstep in a society of consumerism, of getting, of fear and of worry. And we will not have lived our life. We have a life to live. The heart has the answer.
1: So this is a real favourite quote of mine, and it's by Michael Beckworth. And for me, it just says everything, you know, it really kind of explains what it is that we're doing with our minds, with our lives. And that if we're not careful, if we don't tune into what we are actually doing with our life, then we just end up being lost in, in what he calls this society of consumerism, of, of getting a fear. You know, because it's all about facing fear. Fear is not going away. Fear is with us to stay because this is how we grow and how we, we learn ultimately. And, you know, if we don't tune into it, we can't see what the world has to offer us because we're continuously afraid. But by embracing fear, by really wanting to take action in our lives and improve it, you know, it's about tuning in and listening to the heart and the message that it's giving
0: This is Believe, the podcast of Deardanielle.com and don't forget we're on iTunes as well where if you click on subscribe you can hear every episode every month as it comes out. That's iTunes for Believe, the podcast of Deardanielle.com where, instantly the Prosecco is still free-flowing rather nicely. (laughs) Oh, yes. Does this qualify for corrupting and depraving with alcohol at this time of day? It probably does, but...
1: No, I I think this is very much a marker of Dear Danielle. It's very
0: cultured, (laughs) as always.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. So... The second part of of this podcast is very much focused on what are the benefits of meditation and and how can we as busy people really get some benefit from this. And so my next question to my guest Mindy Arbuckle was, you know, what has she found the benefits of meditation to be?
2: Because when you're feeling more centered, when you're feeling... um more relaxed in who you are then the rest of our life, no matter the challenges that come up, the obstacles, the challenges are there and you can see them from more clarity versus feeling as if they're a personal attack on you. Um, if you're feeling clear in your mind, you get more done, you're more productive. Um, there's so many beautiful things but I think the biggest thing is that you you just feel more like you like the real you that you know is in there. And you don't let anybody else determine what that looks like or um, you don't give your smile to anybody else. They don't they don't deserve it. If they're trying to take your smile away, your peace away, you recognize that and you say, oh, I I I love you still or you're you're still, you know, I'm not going to let you take my smile, but I can give you a little bit of peace. Um, You don't let people push you around so much, I think. Yeah. And, you know, personally, I
1: found um, the switch off time allows me to actually come up with ideas. Mm, yeah. tr- struggling. That's the time that I actually, you know, slope off, I guess, to meditate, you know, to get, even if it's five minutes, that absolutely helps me.
2: Yeah. Absolutely. I think one of my favorite um, uh, representations of, of the mind in meditation is a snow globe. You know, our lives, moving through our day from work to family, to home, and traffic, and uh, going to the gym, all of these things, it's like we're just continuously shaking our snow globes, which is our mind. And we never give our minds the opportunity to relax, and sleep isn't exactly relaxation for the mind. It is, but meditation is a little different. So when we sit and we meditate, it allows the snow to start to settle, and when the snow starts to settle we actually find more clarity and that's when inspiration can come up and come to the surface Uh, if we always have the snow globe shaking 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 and the snow is flying everywhere if there's an inspiration in there it's much harder to see so when we sit even like you said for five minutes or however long it is and we do this on a consistent basis it allows more inspiration more um, clarity to come through and it's just like I don't know, it's refreshing. Every single day that you can do this it makes you feel like you're on top of the world. I mean it's pretty fantastic. You watch the thoughts rather than being controlled by your thoughts and you feel ah, more peaceful, more relaxed because now your mind's not just pushing you here and there. You're not letting anybody else push you here and there. And you can hold your own. You can hold your center and not get so distracted with highs and lows all over the place. Yeah, and I, you know, on the point
1: of clarity, you know, I certainly find that benefit. And, you know, I also use mindfulness. Um, I take it outside as well, you know, walks. And and it's amazing how you can actually learn to switch your mind off and notice things like you talked about the sky. You know, you can see the color of the leaves and, yeah. and you see so much more and you hear so
2: much more. Yeah, because you're not stuck in your head not stuck in all of those repeating thoughts or replaying an event that just happened. I mean, how many of us go through uh, something, even if it's at work and it was just a little sticky or it was just a little, you didn't like that conversation. How many times do we replay it in our heads over and over trying to figure out how we would have done it better or what the other person should have done or what you could have done? Instead of the, the repeat button getting played over and over. You do, you see the world in a different way because there is clarity. You can see the, the beautiful blue sky, you can see the changing leaves, you can see the flowers that are starting to sprout and grow, and you take in that beauty. And when you take in that beauty, there's your heart once again, um, being able to live more authentically from our hearts, just by having mindfulness about our surroundings, being present, rather than stuck in the past of repeating whatever just happened. Yeah so, so through mindfulness through
1: meditation we can actually tune into our hearts and and find our true selves and yes. that, that comfortable person and and live that authentic life
2: in essence. Yes. yes and we we find that with that mindfulness we stop replaying the negative loops and we find more po- more room for positive thinking. And this is something that you're really good at is helping people to recognize the thought patterns and bring in more positive energy versus focusing so much on the negative energy Um, we're mean to ourselves in our heads most of us and when we start to realize how much is going on in there we can then choose to change it if it's not serving us and that helps us live again more authentically from our hearts it helps us connect to people on a more deep level it helps us to just be present for the people around us, the people that we love, our siblings, our parents, our children, the people at work, and we're more receptive to just living a better life. Yeah, and I love
1: what you said about choice because, you know, everything we do, you know, has a choice and we Mm -hmm. can determine it, we can choose, and you know, if we want to choose mindfulness or meditation because we want to tune into ourselves and we want Mm -hmm let's say, less stress in our lives. We want to be more peaceful. We want Mm -hmm. to be in tune with ourselves. You know, we we have that ultimate choice to do that, actually. And
2: it's just about making time, right? Mm -hmm. And who can't spare three to five minutes a day? Don't watch TV for three to five minutes a day. You know, like, that's pretty easy. Like I said, the hardest part is just sitting down and being with yourself. But who else should we be with? I mean, really, we're the ones that are most important in our lives. And, you know, sitting with our children or with our spouses or with friends over a drink, we could spare three minutes. We can spare three minutes of of doing that and just be with ourselves for that little bit of time, getting to know our own hearts, our own sense of, of what's going on in there so that we can be better people and choose, choose to be better people, not just do it because it's convenient, but do it because we want to.
1: And Mindy, you've written a book, um, Seven Steps to Happy, which is such a fantastic achievement, so well done. thank and you. So what inspired you to write the book?
2: I think it was really the people that I know and love, um, from my clients to my family. I grew up in the middle of Nebraska, which is in the heart of, of the United States uh, farm country. And I really just thought of people who I knew, my cousins and my aunts and uncles, how do I make this this practice of yoga and meditation mindfulness more approachable for them how do I keep it just simple enough so that they can say wow yeah I can improve my life and I can actually do some of these these things because ultimately yoga and mindfulness meditation it's all very simple not always easy but it's all very simple and I just broke it down to the nuts and bolts of it and wanted to just reach out to people who maybe didn't have a background in yoga, who don't have a background in meditation, but make it approachable, make it simple enough and defined enough that you basically have a roadmap of mindfulness, a roadmap of making your life better. And ultimately, we're all seeking happiness. And really, we should be seeking that happiness from within, not from without, not from the other people in our lives, but really seeking that true happiness from within absolutely and and the book actually has a section on um, meditation and how how you can get into that absolutely keeping it really simple there's instructions on breathing better because our breath is one of our best allies on this path of mindfulness and meditation if you see that you're stressed out your breath changes if you see that you're relaxed your breath is different Um, so just being able to be mindful of the breath Um, and then there's some simple meditation practices in the back of the book that help you sit still give you some guidelines on how to meditate it's not the only way to meditate by any means but it's a nice simple way to introduce yourself to meditation
1: wonderful so when I visited you in the States uh, recently uh, so we talked a lot about mala beads Mm -hmm. you kindly gifted me some which which I do meditate with and I also keep around my my PC when I'm doing my work Um, as you kind of said that I I should use it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, how can mala beads
2: support opening the mind, body and spirit? Well, I think malas are one of my favorite things in the world because they wrap up a lot of what I love into one little beautiful uh, set of prayer beads. And um, they represent our yoga, if you're a yoga practitioner. They represent, and yoga really is just balance. It's it's balancing the opposites within our lives and inside of ourselves. Um, They also represent mantra and meditation, and mantras are just repeated affirmations and prayers. You can say them in English, you can say them in Sanskrit, but just repeating something 108 times will change the way you're starting to think. So if we don't like what we see in our minds, um, taking time to find an an affirmation or a mantra that suits you to really reprogram the mind, basically. And then it also includes crystals, which I am a a crystal hound. I love healing with with crystals and the energy they bring. So it wraps everything up into one beautiful set of mala, or prayer beads, and we can wear this. We can wear our sacred prayers with us every day. And it really, they're like a touchstone. They're a reminder of the path that we're on and that we want to be mindful and that we want to breathe more consciously and smile at the things that challenge us. Um, I wear them pretty much every single day and I know a lot of people who wear them and it's just they're they're a really good reminder of the path that we're all walking and um, the choices that we have that we can make.
1: And, and you talked about crystals earlier mm-hmm. so- how can we benefit from the energy of crystals?
2: Uh, Crystals are one of the the most beautiful gifts that Mother Earth has given us and um, she has put in different energy into each crystal so I think most of us will will agree that down to the nuts and bolts of every single thing in this universe it, it comes down to energy. The atom is an energy and each thing that we see around us possesses energy and crystals are these beautiful little gifts that allow us to um, correlate our energy with theirs. And we work together to bring in mindfulness to develop different things. So, for instance, pyrite, uh, which is this beautiful gold and it's called fool's gold for a reason. It looks like gold. It can give a lot of confidence and clarity, strength and vision for the things that you want to accomplish in your life so it gives you the ability to feel more driven and uh, willing to do the work that that is necessary. Um, Something that is more clear like a clear quartz, most of us know what quartz looks like, it gives us a little bit more of divine inspiration so we bring in the, the inspiration that maybe we're finding in our meditations or maybe we just see it in nature, we bring that in and make it reality uh, it's also a very healing stone, so it can be programmed to heal us in whatever way we need it to heal us. So all of these crystals, whatever ones that you come across, they all have different resonances, and they all offer us different strengths. So if you're ever looking to pick out a malo that's made out of crystals, or you're looking at crystals themselves, look to see what you're drawn to. and. Um, generally speaking the one that draws you in and says pick me or touch me uh, is the one that you need in that moment and it's gonna give you the most benefit at that time if you just see something and you say well I was told to pick up rose quartz but you don't really feel very connected to that rose quartz it may not be the perfect one for you so really use your intuition and listen to what guides you what pulls you in and it'll tell you with its energy that it's perfect for you Wonderful. And, and do you work with crystals? Of course I do. Uh, I carry them with me pretty much every day. But I also do crystal um, chakra healing. So I facilitate uh, energy healing by using crystals and hands-on work. Um, And I I encourage people to carry crystals with them. Uh, A lot of my clients will say, hey Mindy, I'm going through this. What crystal can help me? So I love to be able to um, help people pick out their crystals. And even if um, they're not here in person with me, if I know what they're going through, we've had a conversation or via email or in person, um, I can help them pick out the crystals that will be the best for them. I think you've inspired us
1: all to go out and pick out some crystals for ourselves. Oh my gosh, they're so fantastic. And plus they're pretty.
2: I mean, who doesn't love something pretty in their life?
1: <laughs> Huge thank you, Mindy, for talking on my very, very first podcast. It's been so exciting and Really educational, once again, to talk through mindfulness and the benefits. So if you want to find more about what Mindy does, um, you can find her at yogamartycentre.com. Martri spelt M-A-I-T-R-I. So that's yogamartycentre.com. Or you can find her on Facebook at Yoga Elevates.
0: A strange thing happened, you know, with, with Mindy. I haven't told you this before now, but uh, obviously we all uh, connected up on Skype, didn't we, for the the interview, for the conversation? We did. I'm wondering where Uh, this is going, uh, but yes. (laughs) Quite, yes. And and yesterday, um, I had a Facebook notification that Mindy Arbuckle, no less, had accepted my friend request, and I never made a friend request. I honestly, touch, well... Whatever substance this is, in front of you in the studio, but, and, yeah. and do
1: you know how I interpret this. I, I know exactly. Let I mean, give you view my view. <laughs> yeah. I interpret that as the universe telling you that yes. you need to tune in, my friend John, yeah. and that you need to meditate. You need to look within. So now, after this interview, John, I am eager to know mm. your thoughts on mindfulness and meditation and you know, what did you see as, as maybe the benefit? So just really to get your overall thoughts on, on that.
0: I loved what she said um, about the snow globe analogy. And that is so true that we often race through our life day to day and don't really pay any attention to our own if you want to call it downtime, I suppose, is, is, is what the uh, the ill-educated uh, would would probably have, have called it. Like me, um, at this stage, I think, especially with this glass of prosecco, mm-hmm.
1: there's a lot of wisdom I going will, around. Yeah,
0: <laughs> I, I will quite happily keep a, a completely open mind, you know, and receive the, the 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 knowledge, the sort of wisdom from the likes of Mindy and yourself. I think you can just plough through life and not really appreciate things enough. That's one of the sort of key things that I suppose I drew from from listening to Mindy.
1: Yeah, and I like what you said about wisdom, and not just because you you said that I had some, but um, <laughs> oh, <go on. laughs> But absolutely, you know, one of the benefits for me after, you know, feeling like I've been chasing my tail all morning, I've thought, you know what? I am just going to sit down and meditate. I'm going to take that time out for me. It's 10 minutes and like Mindy said, who Who can't find 10 minutes just to sit and be? And after those 10 minutes, not only do I feel relaxed, but I'm inspired. And, you know, it gives me wisdom. It gives me uh, my passion. It reignites that I can continue with, you know, new energy, actually.
0: I find it really hard to believe that in certain quarters that let's say meditation, perhaps even yoga, but certainly the the meditative side of it, anybody sees as somehow uh, hippy-dippy, otherworldly or bizarre in a so-called enlightened age. Do people still think that?
1: Well, to be honest, I thought it was a bit woo-woo before I started. Woo-woo, that's (laughs) That's a a new new word. (laughs) Maybe it's the Prosecco. Um, But yeah, I mean, I I think um, whilst it's kind of up and coming and mindfulness is a trendy word. I mean, I was in the shops the other day and I saw adult coloring books, you Mm. know, titled Mindfulness. and, And again, it's just about that switch off factor, but you know, Um, We know about spas and going there to lie down in our robes and just chilling out you know, whilst we wait for our treatment. It's no different apart from the treatment isn't there, the massage isn't there afterwards but it is that time that you just take it and sit in your special place with a lovely candle, you know, create the spa scene, why not? You know, make it yours, make it your special time. It can be in your favourite room, your favourite corner of a room and make it special next time in the next episode we'll be exploring how fear can hold us back from success and our dream
0: thanks ever so much for listening to the podcast until episode two take care and believe,
1: believe and, and breathe clarity purpose fulfillment action believe
0: the podcast of